I'm Dr. Jerry Creed. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist in Atlanta, Georgia, and you're listening to Be With The Word. This is episode 61, and today I'm really going to be offering a new way to look at recovery. Um, if you listened already, I did a guided meditation over on Hear The Word, also episode 61. Um, where I walked through a meditation related to the Sunday readings. It's the uh, uh, second Sunday of Ordinary Time. And uh, I integrated that, those readings, with a meditation to really look at the part of ourselves that we don't love or don't like. That's probably a better way to put it. And uh, today I want to talk about that more. So if you experience that meditation, I think it's one of the more powerful ones that I, I do. I've done and uh, or if not you might want to really check that out but I'm gonna talk a little bit about maybe the thinking behind it a little bit why I went there um, I work with a lot of clients that struggle with addictions um, a lot of people with trauma histories that's my main focus uh, although I do work on other issues as well but it's a big one and so um, I see a lot of people and I'm thinking right now of several men that I work with who struggle with, uh, for example, pornography addiction or some addiction to, um, to maybe sexually acting out or maybe alcohol addiction or, um, or something along those lines. And especially I find the sexual ones powerful. And if you might get, even if that's not your addiction or the person you're helping or whatever is not struggling with sexual addiction, I kind of think that what I'm going to talk about today will apply nevertheless. You can apply it to different different struggles. But the sexual one is so powerful and it's rather pertinent to the readings, in fact. So here's the thing, the, the gist of it, and, uh, and I'll de- you know, deconstruct it as I go. But the gist of it is this. The guys that I've worked with um, who f- often feel a lot of shame, Right, uh, I work with a lot of good Christian men, um, and, and 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 women as well, uh, but a, a lot of men especially, and they come in and they just hate it. They just hate the behavior. They're just so kind of angry at themselves, and they'll often, um, you know, say, "Yeah, fell. I fell." They'll use the word "I fell," and then they'll you know, go to confession possibly, or, you know, they'll turn, they'll, they'll make a real effort to do things differently. And then they continue to fall again and again and again. And then they get to a state of despair, really um, feelings of despair. And then I get them. <laughs> and here's the thing that I go after that they may not always hear in other places. I'm really interested in the heart, if you will, or the other self, as I said in the meditation, the part that is when it is um, acting out, as they say, when it's behaving in some way, some problematic way. I really am interested in that part. On the surface, depending what the behavior it is, it might look like licentiousness, like it might look like, yeah, I'm just at a party, I'm just, you know, drinking way too much, or it might be like in that moment, I am like engrossed in the pornography and I just feel the high of that or in, you know, if it's smoking weed with friends, I just feel included and I feel like I belong. Whatever the, the 
the problem is there's a high moment of it that that feel usually feels good at least initially um feels good all right we wouldn't do a behavior most of us wouldn't do a behavior that was simply on the surface of it harmful and not causing any kind of pleasure or any kind of reward all right so that part that was enjoying that behavior on some level is despised by the other parts in one system right and then there's shame heaped on that and guilt and there's um negative a negative perspective and so what happens is that's part of the cycle right and uh, i feel bad i feel bad i act out and then i hate myself for it and i try to stop and then i keep going and then eventually i feel bad again and the whole thing happens again okay so i really want to kind of get at a different approach a way to break through that cycle all right and i think a one way to do that is to really look at the self that is acting out and it's going to be really important to get a little distance from that guy or that that woman and and look at them objectively very hard to do right but we're going to try to kind of you know in in internal family systems or parts work there's an effort to kind of like unblend some parts or to ask them to step aside or ask them to wait so we're asking our critical parts or other parts that are that are really upset with what happened we're going to ask them to wait we're not going to ignore them completely but we're going to ask them to wait okay because what we're really trying to do is access the self we're really going to try to access the self to look objectively at the part of ourselves that that is in some way acting out and so we know from the readings even the first reading is really interesting because god is calling right he's calling um samuel samuel thinks it's eli so he keeps running to eli but in fact it's it's God calling him and he uses his name. He says, Samuel, Samuel. Okay. There's something about that that speaks to me, to the true self, right? He isn't calling the part of Samuel that is critical or the part of Samuel that is acting out or the part of Samuel. No, he's calling Samuel. If we know anything about the Old Testament too, in an ancient world and understanding of names, the name was the deepest self. It was, and in fact, sometimes, you know, the name of God, for example, is, is, a, is a secret on some level. Then you knew a demon's name, you would have power over him. So the God is saying Samuel, it means he's calling the deepest self of Samuel. Saying Samuel, Samuel. All right. And so we want to be able to hear that. We want to access that. We want to hear God calling our name. Right, whatever our name is, in my case, Jerry, Jerry. Right? I want to hear that. And our response needs to come from deep within. Your servant is listening. So that means that the servant who's listening is a receptive person is a receptive person. So it's at the core and 
The core is saying, I'm listening. I'm open. I'm curious. I'm, I, I've, I've let go of, of other attachments or agendas. I've let go of anything and I'm simply going, Lord, reveal yourself to me. Lord, be with me. So I want it, if we can cultivate that, it's hard to do sometimes, but it's, it's, you're able to, and it's powerful. You can cultivate that sense of, of, of self, and allow ourselves to hear God calling our name. And then we can turn, right? We can turn over to this self and see this other self, this other part. It's really not a self, it's a part of us, but, and then some, and there, acting out in some way, right? And we can look at that with, with some compassion and understanding and curiosity, at least curiosity and say, help me understand what's really going on for you. Because as we know, the behavior is just a way to avoid something, pain, difficult feelings, Right, and instead we're going to say and we're going to notice it, and, and, and as we know in the readings in, the, in, in Corinthians, right, we we get a it's actually a bridge. Like the the readings for Sunday are a little bit abridged. It, the full reading is actually really specific, right? About you belong to Christ, your body belongs to Christ, your limbs belong to Christ, but if you give it in fornication, right, to a harlot, if you give it away. You're joining to that. So you're losing yourself. You're joining with, with something that is immoral. And so you're not, you know, you're not, um, you're in some way harming the whole bo your body of Christ, in fact. So th those words are pretty harsh, right? And we don't want to be harsh about it, but we want to be clear and say, I'm calling you, right? I'm noticing that this part is stuck in that of giving themselves it may not be sexual it may be something else but giving ourselves to something that is actually harmful but noticing that that part that that other is is stuck there because they're hurt and they don't know what to do and this behavior at least temporarily makes them feel better or helps them escape from it, all right? And so we're gonna notice that, and we're going to allow ourselves to look a little closer to say, what is it that I really need in that moment? Because if I'm stuck, if that part of me is stuck, I'm doing the same thing over and over to get out of pain, right? What can I do right now to give this part what, it, what he or she really needs? When we look at the example of Christ, he literally calls, he calls Simon Peter. He calls him to something new, right? He literally does. And when we look at the readings in Corinth that St. Paul says, he said, you're a temple of the Holy Spirit. And he calls a person to glorify 
God in your body. So in a sense, we're being called, right? And we want that to be a non-judgmental call, like just a, an invitation to something that is simply good, right? As Christians, you know, yeah, we even some things like, um, you know, eating and stuff are not intrinsic, or sex isn't intrinsically bad, right? And, and there might even be things that we could do. It may not be, be the worst thing in the world, but it's not, you know, playing video games or something. It might not be intrinsically evil necessarily, but is it, um, is it, is it offering, is it, is it helpful, is it good for the self, right? So what we're doing is we're inviting that, that part to something good. And I want to just notice also the, the, the psalm, because I think the psalm relates as well. If I can find it here. Yeah, here it is. Um, the psalm says, um, uh, to, um, here I am, right? Come and do your will. My ears are open. So again, that posture, your law is within my heart. It's really being called to something that is new and something that is a little bit different, but even more important in Psalm 40, he put a new song in my mouth. want to really hear that put a new song so we're looking at this part and saying i'm going to offer you something new a new vision for who you can be and when we look a little bit at the psychological piece to it is that when we're in something in some kind of caught up in a behavior we have no objectivity we can't really you know appraise the situation rightfully and we stay stuck. When we can get a little bit outside of it, we could allow God to call us the self. We could see the behavior from the outside, right? We could see, wow, okay, I'm caught there. I'm stuck there. I'm not gonna go like I did before and just shame it and judge it and suppress it and try to just make it go away because that doesn't work. Instead, I'm going to go in I'm going to see through it, see through the lie, but I'm going to do it with love. I'm going to do it with love. And I'm going to see through that lie. I'm going to, I'm going to love that part. I'm going to say, aha, what is it you really need? Let's write a new song. Let's write a new song. Let's allow God to write a new song. I don't think we can write a new song when we're in it. I think we can only write a new song with God's help when we can look in and see into it. And that's what the meditation I do over on Hear the Word is kind of helping, hopefully what helps you to kind of get outside of it. So that part is the practical part. Whereas here, I'm just kind of trying to explain it a little bit. And the ultimate goal here, which is so exciting, is that our bodies are meant to glorify God. That's what St. Paul calls us to do in these readings. Our bodies are not bad in and of themselves. They are actually sacred temples of the Holy Spirit. How amazing it is. So we're not, it's just, it's not, it's, it's, we aren't free to sin so much as we are free not to sin through this process. It's like suddenly we have a liberation that there is a new song. There is a new way to do it. And that the self can help 
guide the parts of ourselves that are hurting and stuck. All right. Well, that's my message for today. I know it's a a little shorter, um, but the meditation's a little longer, and I hope you'll join me on that. I also hope you'll join us over on soulsandhearts.com, sign up, get our weekly newsletter. We've got other podcasts. Dr. Peter's got his podcast going on that is just filled with richness. We've got communities. We've got new stuff coming out all the time as Souls and Hearts grows. Oh, and I look forward to seeing you next time. I'll have some more thoughts and then hear the words of more meditations. All right, so until next time, be still. <laughs>